0: You are listening to After the Roll, a podcast about the Nerdocopia Network D&D campaign, Not Actually Heroes. You can find more Nerdocopia Network content at nerdocopia.net and catch the live broadcast over at mixer.com slash nerdocopia underscore network.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to After the Roll. (laughs) We've got... uh, Dr. Diz here uh, in the driver's seat and we've got with us uh, Sly who plays our um, bard in the campaign. We've got uh, (laughs) Clan Diesel who plays our thiefy character and we've got uh, Russ who plays our pessimistic fighter, I
0: guess? Yeah. He's our Roger Murtaugh. (laughs) He's our Mertol. It's true. He is 100% our Mertol.
1: So we'll jump right into it. So we like to just go over the recap of the last episode, and I would just like to get, throw it out there and let everybody ask questions and give their opinions on, you know, how they think uh, things went. I uh, usually get ideas on how to make things better or uh, or worse for the characters. So,
0: at least he's honest. Yeah.
1: So, um, starting out on the last episode, um, our party came out of the Afili Mountains uh, on the Samora Island. Uh, They had a grand view of the northern side of the island and could see off in the distance the capital city of Oscar, uh, the Orc capital city. Uh, But standing in between them and the city was quite a bit of distance and a very tangled looking forest. So as the um, party made their way into the forest, they were warned to stay together as always. Um, but then Kyle's character heard some type of sound off in the distance. It sounded like a baby
0: crying. And what were you thinking, Kyle? Uh, I'd rather not, you know, explicitly say everything that was going through my mind uh, because I want stuff to, you know, come out. In gameplay, mm-hmm. uh, but you definitely triggered something in the very nature and like soul of Faloran when you said there was a child crying out in the wilderness. You found um, his weakness. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you definitely triggered something. Uh, so he was, you know, yeah, he he wasn't playing. He was ready to go. <laughs> He may be the squishiest character there, but he was he was ready to go fight for whatever he needed to fight. So uh we also had uh
1: you know, here. Uh your character is closely, you know, tied to Kyle's character. So um as he ran off, your character I think reluctantly followed him.
0: <laughs> he did. He knew he was running into danger. Uh but because of their relationship, he couldn't let him run him alone. Even though yeah. he knew in the back of his mind it was trouble, it was it it was interesting to me. Do you remember who the first person to run run after me was, though? Yep. Because it definitely wasn't Clan Diesel. Yep.
1: The guy wearing the heaviest armor. <laughs> clank, clank,
0: clank! Just the whole the whole way through. No, it, was it wasn't not Birdo. It, it was, was not Birdo, Birdo Rekan. It was Wigg. It, it was the Paladin. He he saw me bolt and he was like, All right, let's go, and was right behind me. And then uh good old
1: Keltash uh <sighs> Trouble again, huh? Just, <laughs> already, have-
2: already had enough of these children. Wait! No! Stop! Don't go! Oh no! Please, you're my responsibility. Try not.
1: <laughs> in a way, I have to pick you up. So the whole situation is resolved by one of the Warforged running you down and coming around the side <laughs> of the tree and grabbing a hold of Ooh. you like. Ragdolls.
2: I'm not a very big. I'm a like big man very, in real
1: life. Not a very big character though.
2: Great visuals on that moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just almost like a Terminator carrying two humans' <laughs> bags. Um, so, you guys got back to the group and made it finally to a campsite. Uh, during the campsite, um, you guys had a couple of opportunities to interact with a certain party or a certain um, caravan members, uh, one of which was uh, Captain Reuben. Who sits down and tells you guys a like a really weird ghost story? Just mm-hmm. out of the blue, he just comes up and starts telling you guys about this. And, uh, so, what'd you guys think about the ghost story?
0: I like the ghost story. I didn't.
1: I didn't like the ghost story. <laughs> I figured it was uh, a good uh, add-on after uh, you guys ran into the woods chasing some weird sound. Um,
0: uh, it. It almost felt, for the first part of that campaign, uh, it om- or that session of the campaign, it almost felt like you were directing the entire like session towards me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden there was a flip, and the star of that session showed up, and it was not who I thought it was going to be at the start of the... The session, I definitely thought when you you kept throwing things out there, and I was like, okay, "This is me. This is like this is about this is my back. This is." Me. And then all of a sudden, like Russ stole the show with uh, getting into the orc village. Uh, it didn't mean and, to steal the show. But, yeah. No, I mean it stole the show in a good way, <laughs> not, not like uh oh Russ did all the role playing and, and I don't care. Russ the diva.
1: But before we got there, you guys had some other interactions with, yep. uh, uh, Zoe, uh, came along and gave you guys some necklaces and she's, uh, an odd character. She's, uh, you know, a little nervous acting, you know, um, maybe not good in social environments, you know, like this, but, uh, has came along. Uh, and then, uh, we had our pilgrim, um, uh, made his way around the camp and uh, had uh, a little discussion with uh, some older gentlemen, some scholars looks like. Uh, and they, they, they told him an interesting story about uh, uh, maybe his predecessor. So um, not that any of your characters would know about that. so
2: you guys work there. so a lot of, lot of foreshadowing though in, the, in that last episode. So you guys Mm -hmm. got
1: some really cool necklaces that might help you out in the orc village. Uh, Gives you some extended uses of comprehend language. Um, I'm sure you guys haven't really a lot of your characters haven't used magic quite like that. Maybe
0: some of them. I've seen it probably. Yeah, Yeah, I've definitely seen it and heard of it, but I don't think I've my character's ever used it.
1: So after that, um, you guys go through the night. You're pretty much guarded in the camp. Uh, One of of the characters uh, has a rough night. Has a a point where uh, Kyle's character wakes up in the middle of the night. Uh, Nobody seems to notice, though, and he goes back to a restless sleep. Uh, The next day, you guys uh, make your way on into... Osgar, as when you leave the forest it's more of just like open plains you know, small hills that lead up to the city that sits kind of on the coastline. So um, so as you're entering the city, it's, you know there's a lot of orcs there. Um, and there is an older orc that meets uh, you guys at the gate that Keltash recognizes as, uh, as one of the shamans. Um, so uh, you guys... Um, see him uh, I'm not sure that you interact with him that much uh, he interacts with um, Salil and kind of directs you guys to where your uh, humble abodes are going to be at least for the next day uh, which is basically like a, a tent at uh, one of these really dirty festivals I guess <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere
0: uh, <coughs> Are you saying we just went to Burning Man? Yeah, like, a, yeah, so basically. Like the, <laughs>
1: the fire festival is more more appropriate, maybe. So, <laughs>
2: um,
1: so um, after you get to uh, where you're going to be staying, you guys decide that you want to get into a little bit of mischief. So, uh, as you guys were uh, kind of debating some stuff on what to do, and Keltash was really trying to talk you guys out of it, um... Lots of
2: bad ideas floating around.
1: Someone shows watch. up at the door. Yeah. It ends up being um, your good old friend, uh, Dalther. Yep. From childhood, um, which probably when you guys were younger, you were about the same size, but now he is quite a bit larger than you are. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, uh, I didn't really
2: see it coming when you when you uh, when you threw that out there, but I I I, noticed, I was thinking to myself like, oh, he's really getting descriptive on this guy. Like this is this is really something where <laughs> I was like This is my buddy.
1: <laughs> so uh Dalther's there because he's one of the chieftains uh of one of the tribes. Um and he's accompanied with uh what looks like female warriors, which is kind of unusual, uh, especially from what Salil had told you about, you know, the culture being different here and stuff like that. So um mm-hmm. And, you know, he conversates with you and kind of recommends that you guys stay out of trouble and maybe stick to the games that Mm -hmm. uh, are just kind of nearby. So uh, you guys then get into the games. And um, so what did you guys think about the games?
0: Uh, (laughs) Punch drunk was dope. Uh, I kind of thought you were going to make me roll more sleight of hand checks. For what I was doing with Stevie or with wigs and uh, the the pilgrim, whatever he's called. I, I really thought you were going to make me roll a slide of hand check on a couple more things, uh, but it was just, that was a fun encounter. I also didn't really know, I'm in a new character that's kind of got a lot of things he would have, he would have gone towards that, but I also didn't really <laughs> figure out. Because it was set up so different it wasn't like an attack and deal damage to try to knock him out. It was it was like meet the DC. So, so I was like, I don't even really know how I can help him. <laughs> like uh, uh and then you've got me just from playing in campaigns with you in the past, you've got me so bitter and like on the lookout for everything like we went and did the archery thing and I was like, All right, this is dead. It's like this bow is a trick bow. The arrows are weighted to the be- mm-hmm. Like I'm going to shoot the first arrow, and it's going to fly straight up into the air because it's weighted weird. and
2: Fletching <laughs> on just
1: one side. I seem yeah. to read that in my players, the uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. untrusting <laughs> the- See, Now, the now what you got to
2: do is the next game, you got to incorporate something like the Patriot Arrow from Robin Hood men in tights, and it's just a total cheat because then he's going to whip it trying to compensate. Mm.
0: I thought it was a good way for some of the characters to kind of show off their skills. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You got to see uh, Sly's character use his bow skills. Uh, You got to see, um, you know, in the the punch drinking, you know, kind of like everybody's ability as far as constitution goes.
2: Go, amazing constitution.
0: Exactly, so Mm -hmm. I liked it as a way to kind of introduce facets of the party to the other members of the party without going through a whole well this is why I do this and this is my backstory. And fifteen years ago I was born in orchestra camp, you know, or something like that. Instead yeah. it was the characters got to play games and people noticed. Where yeah. of course my character being smart, because he's a professor, bet against our character in the in the drink punch game and I won. <laughs> You know, first off, <laughs> they they walked up together, like they were Wigs and Rican walked up together, and Rican was talking trash like he was gonna take out Wigs. So I'm like, oh yeah, Wigs versus the Monk. Like I knew Diz wasn't gonna make we it. Got, we uh-huh. got this. I'm yeah, putting yeah. my money. I'm putting my money on wigs, and I'm gonna yeah, bolster yeah. him to victory. And then, we, and then, as soon as they get up there, I'm like, I got three gold on the shiny guy. And this is like, all right, the orc pushes Reekan out of the way and yeah. sits down across from the pilgrim. And I'm like, oh, we had a bunch of games. And a- the, the hell level. just happened! I just lost three gold, and we haven't even started yet. I knew Diz was not going to let it be character versus character. He was going to bring in this huge-ass orc that's probably drinking on his way to the ring there. Yeah, but I also thought Diz was, like, I thought Diz was going to rig, after that, I was afraid to, like, bet on myself because I thought Diz was going to then rig that one a little bit as well, and I blew those guys out of the water. Like...
1: he did. <laughs> I was rolling for three different characters, and he outrolled all three of them. So,
0: yeah. weighted dice, <laughs> oh, oh, definitely. Definitely. high high dexterity, right. high dexterity with proficiency in archery. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I doubt orcs like after the the fact. I doubt orcs have a very high dexterity. I think they're probably more of a strength based character. So um, yeah. there were
1: a number of games, and I think you guys played only three of them, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: yeah. we. I played the archery. Mm-hmm. Wiggs yeah. played the punch yeah. drunk, and then Reekin and uh, Zuri. Yeah. Zuri, both. Yeah. Uh, both played the pig catcher. Ghost Gr- yep.
1: pig, yeah. So uh, there was also uh, the sparring match. That nobody jumped on, which I thought would be an immediate attraction to most people. Uh, the arm wrestling, which is you know classic grog type of scenario. Um, the foot race, which could have been another dexterous character, and then the uh, the shell game, which was uh, more of an intelligence perceptive type of game. So, I
2: I'm, I want to know the shell game. Can you just give us a rundown? Oh, it's yeah. the
0: three shells and you. <laughs> oh oh, yeah, oh, okay. yeah like find the lady okay, type okay. thing where's you know? the where's the yeah
2: checks of slide of uh, checks of observation versus sleight of hand
1: yeah and then oh, uh you were, you were gonna hand. have to make a perception check to see if you could follow it and then uh then you could make an intelligence check or um investigation possibly just or insight sorry uh so that you could read the um person moving the shells to see if you could uh, you know, figure out where they put it. Nice. So you had two kind of uh, outs. Um, and then if you would eliminate some of the shells, but if you failed one of them or both of them, you just had to guess. So.
2: Yeah, I like the construction of the games too. They didn't drag out too long. They were like the perfect amount of time.
0: Everybody I, could still have a little something to do with it. I think Punch Drug drug out a little bit longer than Diz yeah. thought it was going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: Hell really was, he was taking it like a champ, man. Dude, he
0: was taking it yeah. on the jaw. <laughs> he put up a good forward. Trial and error on some of these things. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, it was my, when I was researching games to play, uh, that was that was the one that kind of jumped out at me. I was like, this one is really cool. So, Yeah, no, that was a fun one. I felt like I gave you guys a lot of opportunities to uh, socialize uh, in, in this yeah. episode. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. I wanted to give you guys time to, to interact and not just throw combat at you. Unless, of course, there's
0: always the opportunity of combat. Uh, yeah. I think it was good, though, because I think, I think my character built some bonds. Uh, well, bond with one character that, you know, it's not a strong, it's not like him and the professor yet. Uh, but I do think he has another friend who might pull him another direction, uh, you know, and have, have a different kind of connection with. Uh, and Why then, would you ever want to leave the professor? I didn't say I'd leave the professor. I just said, you know, you might have a different kind of influence. Let's, let's put it that way. Uh, with with that with my character, uh, and just the the little the little things the the image of the little kitty cat pulling at the the chin of the pilgrim. Yeah, that was good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, at, at the very end of the episode, uh, you guys uh, have pretty much decided that you're kind of, kind of heading down to the docks at this point. So um, that's where we kind of just left it. Yeah. Uh, kind of.
0: Wiggs uh... <laughs> tried to make himself cry in that moment. <laughs> so
2: it's, it's oh, great. the docks. It's going to be
1: interesting. Yeah.
2: yeah. Somehow I feel like
0: somebody is
2: going to get a ritual castration because of this
0: stock incident. Somehow I feel like we may lose one of our party members because of the stock situation. Oh, uh, Diz and I was talking about it earlier today. Um, and you know, the docks in a city is a very busy place. There's a lot of people there. Not just, this is where we're going to encounter a lot more than just Orcs. There's going to be people from all over the world At this dock. Ships coming in from everywhere. So there's potential to run into anything and anybody at this dock. So it's untelling whose backstory or whatever that this is going to pull from to put people there. But guarantee, at least one of us will find somebody or something that they're familiar with. And then the ever-looming
1: Rothob Krulls, the... uh...
2: The whole reason we're there in the first place. Re-
1: <laughs> That's uh, kind of uh, foreboding to the next day. So it's uh, its just right there. So uh, whatever you guys are going to do in the next episode, at the docks or wherever you end up, uh, you still have to make it to class on time. So. That's true. Yeah. So uh, I've been kind of eyeballing chat there, but I uh, haven't seen any questions pop out, but... Uh, we're, we're very open to answer questions in this type of format.
0: Um, 13, ask a question. Let's Thir- 13, ask a question, go. <laughs> Commitment issues. Yes, I have all those. <laughs> uh, I mean, here's my question. And he's not here to answer it. He's in chat. But here's my question: Why does the monk have such a predisposition for boats? <laughs> I mean, his whole thing was basically: "There's boats. We gotta go to boats." Can I want to boat. see
1: the boats. And Mario, Mario, what? You, 50. Mariel, you the... completely complete the fifth on this. So we have it. it the, the audience go, has a question.
0: yourself. The audience has a question. Here's 13 says, "What's the relationship dynamic of the party so far?" Uh, so there isn't me. one. <laughs> we can answer that for ourselves individually cuz I think there's more than that. I'll start. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm this close to retirement and I'm having to look after a bunch of puppies.
0: Yeah. You're oh, You're you're literally every time every minute of the day you're looking at us going I'm too old for this. I, I've, just,
2: I've just had it. I just want to drown my, my sorrows in, in illicit substances, and these chumps like, expect something from me. It's ridiculous.
0: Uh, my character currently has connection to two people, uh, so there's only two people outside of my character that are guaranteed to stay alive in this campaign, uh, and that <laughs> is the professor... And the pilgrim. So why the pilgrims? Uh, the pilgrim has.
1: But you don't have to answer if you.
0: No, I can answer. It there leads into. There's a lot of. There's a lot of little things, that have happened, but it boil. A lot of it boils down to. When push came to shove, and my guy took off in the woods the only person who truly had my back, and I'm counting the professor in this as well, the only person who truly had my back and was side-by-side side with me ready to fight was the pilgrim. The professor was lollygagging, like, oh, yes, I'm coming. I'm- Technically, um- the professor wasn't even near you at the time. Yeah. He saw, he saw after the fact you going that way and decided that he did not want you to die that day. So, uh, but yeah, so there there is that that fact of like, I I was ready to battle, and this guy who barely knows me was on my hip, ready to fight as well. well he should. He's a he's a paladin. It's kind of his job.
2: Also, my character doesn't, doesn't care
0: what he what he is. My character just knows he was there, ready to help.
2: Also he doesn't yet have the city watch spidey sense of how shady you are. So. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. My
1: my perspective on everybody is um so far is Ziri seems to just be observing you. She's almost like looking through a glass window at you guys and like you're creatures at a zoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see that. Breakin um, seems to be just going along for the ride. You know, he's just uh, having a little bit of fun. and yeah, He's just happy to be there. Just, yeah, you know, happy to be there. Um, of course, Keltash has to be there. But, um... Uh, <laughs> he's really reluctant. But, uh... I feel like over time that may grow into a, uh, you know, some type of friendship or even caring... Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Then our uh, dynamic duo here. Abbott and Costello. I feel like you're, uh, you're um, mingling well with everybody so far.
0: Uh, yeah, the per- the professor knows how to mingle. Yeah. He knows what to do. He he's been in situations like this before. Um. And then our paladin
1: paladin he seems to just want a friend it seems is is the way it feels I'll be his friend even though it. it seems like everybody knows who he is it seems like he just wants a friend
0: that's true also Ziri and the monk are trying to get way too close to the professor yeah some people are very suspicious they are, and I don't know why the tra- the professor is such a trusting soul. I, I have no clue why they would be suspicious at all. The great thing is, every time they try to incite the professor, can I can I throw out? It there, doesn't work. Can I throw out there the two times? Well, no. the 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 moment that I slipped up in front of the first time they heard it, it wasn't a slip up. I just didn't know, didn't know, or think anybody could hear us you know, at a low talk at our table in the corner. Um, but the, the when I slipped up, like, we were so... We were so far gone into role-playing because you had just hit me with, like, Diz had just, like, punched my character in the chest with something. And yeah. I was so far gone that I was like, fucking, for Dan, what the... And, like, I had no clue until everybody else popped up and were like, Wait a minute for Dan. And I was like, Shit, what? No. I said Professor. And then like it it was one hundred percent like a mental screw up. Like my character probably wouldn't have done that, but it worked so well with the role playing of what was going on at that moment. And And the bad part is I answered. Yeah. And you just had to think you just got out of combat. Yeah. You wouldn't be of you know sound the adrenaline's mind. still going. Well this was this was when the child was crying in the woods. Oh well, you also did it uh, early yeah as well. that that one that one was purposeful that wasn't a slip up that, that one was i had purposefully done it like I cognitively it was like this would be a moment that my character might slip up and say his real name. Yeah, I also like uh, that I am trying to bribe Ziri using the one thing that I know she likes. I almost feel like you made a little bit of a connection with her on that last time, though. I think this should be the connection. I think it is, but and that's why I want to make one because (laughs) (laughs)
2: it's
0: it's somebody for my character that is polar opposite you know my character likes the nice things uh, wants to look nice you know there's a reason that he's doing his stuff but he's also used to a certain level of comfort in life and she is just she doesn't care she just wants knowledge like I was like you know I can give you guys like, I don't want money and they're like what would she like what does she like okay what about if I let you pick any book you want and then that that got her. Mm-hmm. So now I know a way into Ziri's head. And I can use that. But also I said if she won and she's like and she ended up not winning the grease pig contest. So and my character's like, I'll still buy you the book. You did good. Yeah, and when she, that was, I think the moment when she insight checked you and was like, "Oh, he's telling yeah. the truth." Yeah, that that's the moment that I was like, "He may have just he may have just hit something with Ziri. Hey, I never know when one of you guys is going to come in an handy, <laughs> and she can fly. That's true. I mean, you're you're probably too big for her to carry, but she can fly. <laughs> that's true, but.
2: Yeah, up until that point I was waiting for Zuri to just like get flustered or something and and finally put down that book and, and call each and every one of us out for our shit.
0: And yeah, that's what I was waiting on. I was waiting for her to yeah. get that inside check and then yeah. check me like, You're lying. Yeah. And then I have to weasel my way out of that. Yeah. I Which was genius though. I almost felt like there was a moment that I could have had like when we were both walking away from the punch drunk and then it was like not nah, my character wouldn't walk away from this my character would try to win some gold like he would try to potentially cheat his way into some gold by influencing the competition so I turned around and walked off and I was like I just killed that whatever whatever could have been built with Ziri right there I just killed but my character wouldn't have gone that way <laughs> he, he'd, he'd have tried to to win a little bit of gold. Exactly, we needs it.
1: So, um, other things that I've been looking into is uh, this ideal of we used to do something called boss battles, where we would have just uh, kind of one shot oh.
0: um
1: Looking to respin that and call it play fight. So I had some ideals. I wanted to run past you guys and chat and everybody, see what everybody thinks. Uh, maybe <clears throat> we could even figure out what we'd like to do for the first one. Uh, so first off, I thought about making everybody have like five or six level one characters, maybe even more than that, and have you guys go up against a creature that is way above a level 1. How group. many
0: level 1 characters does it take to take out an ancient red dragon?
1: Exactly. So every time you die, you can just pick another character that you have and throw it into the battle. Oh yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I've never seen anything like that. It's almost a this, goblin. Would it be wrong if to... at one
0: point I play a uh Ogre barbarian or something, and I pick up one of these shorter members and use it as a throwing. <laughs> weapon. Yep. As long as it has its throwing weapon out, I want a sword out and I throw a gnome. So, where I tie two gnomes together and make gnome chucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Uh, and you know Like some of us already have second characters built that might make it to the. Uh, you have forty-seven characters built at any one time. Through that, <laughs> I, I, one million Wix, Wix, did you hear? Did you hear what number he just said? By the way, <laughs> 10, 10, 10, nine, That was that was Wiggs's role for his stat line on his second character. That was it. Was so bad. Yeah, he said forty-seven. But yeah, so I, I do have a second and a third character already built. Um, I'm t- there's at least six. I won- no. There's actually only two. I won't tell you the first one. Anything about the fr- the second, but the third one's name is Ugg. Cause it's the only thing he can say. No, no, he's 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 smarter than that. Uh, <laughs> See, <laughs> Wiggs loves Ugg. I've been playing around with Ugg's voice for the last like week and a half at work. <laughs> uh, yeah. So i have i
1: wife. Anyway, I'm sure you have multiple characters, all of you possibly. Uh, We would just get those throw them in there just throw them in um, see if you guys can defeat a dragon or a beholder or something like that. It would just be awesome to watch something just wipe out like three or four player characters in just one shot (laughs) because as a DM you don't get to do that very often.
0: (laughs) That's true. Although, um Speaking on behalf of Russ, um, I don't think I think Russ would prefer it not be a zombie beholder with armor. Um, yeah,
2: I still not, have PTSD
1: about
0: not that. that. That's bad.
1: Yeah. So speaking of uh, other characters, um, almost I cried also that also night. I also thought Me of too. a crossover battle royale type of situation. Let's go! Where you could use any of your characters and we.
0: We we'll talked about this in, earlier.
1: We'll throw them in to either we'll go... Um, oh, we all one, know the real dynamic team, duo is winning this. One whole team versus the other whole team, or just throw in... Everybody throws in one character of their choice, and Whew. it's
0: free-for-all. You know? Who is going up against Akminos? I was about to say who's going up... No. The dynamic duo would be done. Like... <laughs> Si Lauren and Agminos in one in one battle royale. <laughs> they are all dead. That would be the only thing that would the only thing that would make it worse is if Russ brought in Quarian because then I could Cy Lauren could talk Quarian into killing everybody else for him.
1: And Wiggs, then... uh,
0: Wiggs has brought up the idea of uh, <laughs> not, not choosing your own characters. Oh, role playing somebody else's character that would be would could we have Clan Diesel role play. The beautiful Suzuku.
1: of <laughs> can role play any of the characters. Yeah. he does. He does a really good Solorin.
0: Um Who else have you played? I've played Siloren, I've played Acrylix, I've played Quarian, <laughs> and I've played uh, Kiljon. Kiljon, yeah. And which is weird because at one more point I had to role play Agmino's talking with Kiljon for like ten minutes. <laughs>
2: There was I bet you guys got a lot done in that amount of time though, huh? We
0: did, I Armino's mean, you know, got a bracelet. <laughs> that part is not appropriate for stream. No, <laughs> beautiful Suzuku was not appropriate for stream. You're right. The following character is rated R. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean that would be fun playing other characters. I mean it, uh,
2: would,
0: it would be a yeah. lot of fun. Because I'll be honest with you. The night that I had to role play uh, Krillix in our offline campaign was fun because I felt like I put my own little slant on him because I still use the voice a little bit that Krillix normally speaks in, but um, I also went with the uh, thing that he lost his memory, right? But he had been with the party long enough that he was—I st- figured—you know—he's starting to kind of learn social behavior right so then at the thing he volunteered to kill the beholder that was in the thing with his earth missiles that he used earlier to kill two people you know but only if the party wanted him to i i had a lot of fun (laughs) playing quarian because i'd never been a barbarian that high of a level and it was just, like, it opened up so much for role-playing because it wasn't, like, a caster where it was like, okay, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I can do this. It was like, I want to rage and smash, and then I'm going to talk for the other six seconds of my turn, and I'm just going to frindo everybody. <laughs> yeah. We've got uh, McCreamy in the d live chat uh, suggesting that at some point, if we could do a... Uh, each person makes the story... But they can only contribute one word (laughs) at a time. Interesting. (laughs) I'm not sure
1: where that would lead us to. Probably somewhere perverted.
2: I I have fond memories of of Mad Libs as a child, so I think it could go great places. Uh,
0: (laughs) Stevie could play Helga the Horrible, and I could play Ugg. If I make another character, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I want to play a cleric. Mm, I like clerics. I've never played a cleric, but Pike makes it very interesting. He's lying, guys. If he plays another character, he's going to tell everybody it's a cleric, and it's going to be a necromancy wizard, and he's going to be healing, healing with necromancy. I already have that. <laughs> when we do the when we do the uh, crossover episodes. Ooh. Regan would like to play a bard. Ooh. Bard is fun. I was going to, I actually was going to roll a bard and not actually heroes. And then Kyle said he wanted to play a bard. I and asked what anybody else was like, you should play a rogue. You've never played a rogue. Play a rogue. And I was like, okay, let's have a band. Uh, yeah. There's a, I mean, me and wigs at one point wanted to have the, the brobarians where we were both barbarians and tank tops. My name was Chad. His name was Brad. If we brought in a third, they could name him Thad. Uh, and it was, it was literally just every frat guy ever uh, in barbarian form. That, that was, that was our goal to be the brobarians. Oh man. Murdered by their own party. in the third yeah.
2: episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would happen. <laughs> Debra. Like so, y'all want to go get some L, bruh? Let's like lit. Let's go, dude. My uh, uh, rad Fan Bay.
1: Third idea came from a post I saw today uh, by D and D Beyond, where they were talking about they kind of had monsters listed out in like a March uh, like Madness this. style of SEC tournament or not SEC but NCAA tournament. Um, and I thought that would be interesting if everybody picked a creature from a certain CR, and we fought <coughs> to tournament style to see who's the most dominant creature.
2: Yep.
0: I um, like that. Even with characters, and cre- like, you could do yeah. characters, you could do creatures, you could do... Yep. I like that. That's good. I mean, very rarely I mean, have I seen it, a thing where it's like monster versus monster. Yeah. Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. That would be a multi a multi week thing though. That would be like a this week on play fights we well, have. Well, what we, we saw have, today that was pretty cool is that somebody had made all the creatures into like an NCAA bracket. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But that would be like a we could do like two fights a night, right? So we could have Russ and his Beholder versus Sly and his Red Dragon. Everybody's making you a Beholder, Russ. You're you're linked to beholders, no matter. And then we could have.
2: I have nightmares.
0: We could have, (laughs) you know, Clan and his his rock, the the giant bird thing, the rock, uh, versus Wignatius and his (laughs) bugbear. 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 You die now. Nobody's gotten to that part of Critical Role yet, Russ. I'd
1: like to think that. When Quarian got vaporized, that it hit me harder than it did you.
2: Yeah, it's like I just
1: shot my best friend. I was like,
2: yeah, this was inconsolable. Yeah, (laughs) no, I I I merely pilot the the craft that is Quarian. So yeah, I
0: give you all of that. That you you definitely just killed your best creation. I was like, oh oh my god, (laughs) my bugbear (laughs) would sound like Stitch. But yeah, so you do like. You do, like, two round, two two bracket fights. Because I don't think you could have, you know. You could. I have an idea. If you
1: stream them, like, in co-streams or something like that. So then you can just switch between the audio, people viewing them. That way you could have, like, you know, like, maybe four fights going on at a time. So that's, like, eight yeah. people. You know? Make it, like, a
2: legit
0: sports event, you yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But they hold holding that down with all of our
0: uh, tournament. I have I have some people we might could get in on this too. Me and clans have done this before with Halo tournament though. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: I, I I met some other other mixer people we could pull in to yeah. rock some some creatures and also get in on the the streams and stuff. It'd be a good opportunity if uh,
1: we have some. Uh, people that want to learn to play uh, that might want to, we might want to allow into are not actually heroes. That'll give them a little bit of combat experience. um, So kind of prep them into maybe giving them a guest role. So yeah, yeah, wouldn't
0: be bad. Yeah, it would be a good way to introduce them. They, at least they get to, you know, roll some dice and see how everything works. You are the worst. You are the worst, you just, just show yourself out. <laughs> no, I mean you can stay. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. I'm just that. Come on, uh, dad jokes for days. It's been three months. I didn't realize three months with the child was going to make you that much of a dad it's
2: joke. It's like a again. no. It's like flipping a switch. As
0: soon as you lay eyes on that baby, dad jokes. That's what, true. Re- Rika asking when we're going to teach him how to play. <laughs> Uh, currently doing that, Recon, actually. Uh, you're, you're, doing doing well at, you're doing pretty well. You're doing pretty well. We have we have had... I have had many talks with multiple different people who have been blown away from the Recon Wolverine.
1: You just have to imagine that you're there and you're playing a character that is very similar to your own temperament, I think. So it's just like... Do what you would do, uh, in the, in this situation. So, and so far, well, I've been pleasantly
0: uh, impressed. <laughs> also, for inspiration, watch that episode of Campaign One. Okay, Diz, you've seen Campaign One, the Grog versus Karn rematch. Oh episode. yeah, that's the episode that I was like once. Once he started playing his the first fight that we were in, mm-hmm. I was like. Reekon, go watch this episode. Like, if you're going to be hand-to-hand combat, go watch this episode. It's only Matt Mercer and Travis Willingham going one-on-one in hand-to-hand combat.
2: Can we, can we go see the boat chill?
0: You know? <laughs> Dad! Dad! <laughs>
1: I was so happy to hear that episode then, Diz, and I do punch truck.
0: <laughs> so literally Diz, me and Stevie have a hour to hour and a half ride to and from work on Fridays. Mm. So we listen to that episode. I just happen to be like, I've started rewatching campaign one when I'm out of episodes for campaign two. I just happened to be on that episode. Me and Stevie listened to it the entire ride to and from our park. And then that night was the the D oh, and D campaign, and we played punch, yeah, <laughs> all in the same day.
1: It was <laughs> it was beautiful. I love a good roll off, you know, especially one on one against me and another yeah. player. So, oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well, um, do you guys have any other ideas for the play fight stuff? I mean, that's the three ideas I I'd came up with. Then yeah, we get some, a I'm hundred percent from, uh, from D Live there about uh, doing the uh, more of a role playing type of scenario, but uh, building the story one word at a time. Boats and
0: O's. Boats and O's. Uh, I do think play fight would be cool uh, to to do. Like a we could we could either pull in somebody else's character that's already created, or we could all just draw like names from a hat. And like I could create a character entirely, That's- entirely wrapped around how I view Clannadis as a role player, right? Okay. Yeah. So like I pull from the hat, I get Clannadis's name, and I'm like, oh, I've got all the ideas. And like, but that would be more that would be more heavy on the role playing as well because you would you would start throwing in like these, you know. Well, building off that, another thing we could do honestly is uh, we could do a. Uh uh murder mystery create a character for the other people yeah so like i build a character and i'm like here you go russ yeah this is the character that you play
2: i i like that
0: and you you build but you build it with like this character has its ideals it has its flaws right. like it all has it intact so the character then has the russ has to then come in and be able to like Show the these flaws that are in the character in his role play, because I, mean, I right. think that that challenges us to be better role players. <laughs> what if yeah. uh, what if you
1: built the worst player that you could build?
2: Now, yeah, you had to roll I'm, for the stats, but then you can put the stats wherever. Yeah, I would I would really like to do a, a like a like a total flop character, you know, just bad on purpose that. <laughs> I mean, it would
0: be fun because normally when you play D&D, you're playing these characters that are like, you know, above average people to, to superhero type. Half-fork sorcerer? Is that what I'm hearing? What if you played a party that consisted of the total opposite? Yeah. Like, they wanted to be heroes and stuff, but they do not have the skills. Yeah, like your your character <laughs> we was... We could call it, like, not actually heroes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, but I, I like that. Like, your your character was, like, helping rebuild a, a village that was torn down by a dragon, and he fell off of a roof and has severe brain damage, and now he's, like... He can, like, cast spells out of his pinky toe and doesn't, doesn't know the secret word. I, you know, just totally ridiculous stuff. I right.
0: Yeah. Uh, you, have, you roll 4d6 and drop the highest... Drop the hash instead. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. No, it. Uh, give him give some like super out there flaw. Like, dude, my guy is a great sorcerer, super charismatic. He's mute, he can't talk, <laughs> He's, he mimes everything. Super charismatic, great dude, though. You know, also for a one-off, what you could do, and I've I know people have done this in the past, but we've never done it before. What if we played the bad guys? You know, that's if, it. these are the heroes coming to stop us. So
1: I kind of did that to you, uh, boss battles one time because you guys rolled in Silver Dragon, in, and I threw a plat. Platinum dragon. Platinum dragon. Yeah, right. Platinum. Out there and uh might have been silver, platinum I can't remember. It was a metal, it was a metallic dragon. Metallic dragon, yeah. And um and then I told you guys that each of you dropped one like alignment level back. So if you were uh good you're neutral, if you were neutral you're evil. So kinda spun it yeah. on you without you guys knowing. Yeah. And, uh, whoever was playing, I can't remember. But yeah, that, we could do that.
0: That yeah. also kind of helped us out a lot. Because Charlie found an item that he could have only used if he had an evil alignment. Yeah, and you dropping us down one gave him an evil alignment. And I don't know that we would have won without that. So he says, what
1: campaign... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. they're, they're talking, talking about, about the
0: Destiny d d campaign. Oh, uh, freaking, I think Wiggs was more making a joke about like, Destiny has no campaign. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think he meant like, yeah, like, oh, what, what d and I think he just meant like Destiny has no story. Like it has no campaign.
1: So Wiggs threw out uh, a murder mystery, which I've done. That would be cool. At least once. With uh, the other campaign,
2: yeah, uh, I, I got all the brainstorming done to do a, a not a murder mystery, but like a mystery house. But and the good thing yeah. about play
1: fight, which used to be boss battle, is that I don't always have to be the DM. So any of you guys could be the DM, and I can play.
0: So mm-hmm. I guess. All of a sudden, you just hear. Another thing we could do. Is and an like ancient red it. dragon hits. Roll your characters. Let's go. That's, that's true. Another thing we could do that we kind of talked about before. It kind of works into the everybody says a word thing. But what if we had this DM roulette? Where at one point, this starts out being the DM. We spin a wheel with all of our names on it. And then the next person who was chosen at random is now to the EM for a set period of time. Oh man.
2: And you your the character previously being played just gets passed off to the old DM? Yep. That, 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 would, fill, that would fill two slots.
0: That would be a DM
2: roulette and we would get to play
0: each other's Wiggs says yes. That's a good one. <laughs> what if we did the what if we did the like all of us built a character together? But like on the one word at a time, like I rolled the strength stat, clan rolled, the, like we all like took our own little little piece of it, and it was just like a it was a level twenty character that like every level somebody else picked out the the workings of it. Kind of fighter, sorcerer, mage, wizard, cleric. <laughs> Can we build a rainbow character? He's no more than level three of anything. It's two levels everything. <clears throat> oh, that'd be wicked. Be when did we go to Boston?
1: Wicked, huh? Wicked
0: Awesome. Wicked Awesome. <laughs> we'll name it Electra Cute.
2: <sighs> yeah, at some point I'd like to just like as a as a side thing. Uh, have uh, have characters drawing cards out of that deck. That deck that does all the crazy stuff. Deck of many things. I just want to see how that would go down. I mean, with the way we roll most of the time, it's total toss-up. And That's true. I'm sure it would just be delightful.
0: I would also... It would be really cool to have a level 20, whether it's a boss battle or a battle royale, but have a level 20 character that you get a... Just because, how many of you have played a level twenty anything? How I many man? Exactly. Never have I gotten a character to level twenty or been able to like really tap into.
2: <laughs> uh, re-
0: sure, yeah. You you've aged past <laughs> level twenty, maybe. But yeah, no L- level twenty. I think would be fun to. To kind of see like the power that lies there because nobody ever hits it, right? Like, we've been in our other campaign for two years and I'm level nine. Everybody else is level yep. ten. No, we have no level ten characters yet. No, nope, not yet. Oh, no, no level ten characters. So I we're all level nine.
1: And it's like twenty seven hundred XP away. Now the goal in that one is to be level ten by the end of uh, the current the situation. Yeah. Yep. yeah,
0: yeah. Level eight right now. But yeah, so that's, but that's the thing. That would be cool to see, like, what can a bard do at level 20? And, like, see, seeing it on D&D Beyond is one thing, but actually playing it is a whole nother thing.
2: I mean, sheesh, you'd get lost just trying to remember all the new new
0: toys you got in the yeah. in the toy yeah. box, you know? That's a big a jump. Lot. I'd have that's a lot for caster. I know, like, Minos can drag you through the nine hills and you have to roll a sanity check. I could feeble mind somebody. Your intelligence is now on one.
1: All right. Well, I think we've uh, covered all the topics we uh, can cover for this evening. That's so, true. Uh,
0: vote for no docs. <laughs> sure, I'll vote for no docs with you. Thank you. So uh, I'll, I'll make signs. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there next week. And hell no, we won't go. Hell no, we won't. Uh, I, I got guess you. We'll save money at the docks uh, yes. next time. Uh, no new no, docks. <laughs> no. <laughs> not gonna do <dip>. it. <laughs> Here's the docks. Not gonna go there.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, we're gonna sign out, and hopefully we'll see everybody uh, during the next episode of uh, Not Actually Heroes. Episode
2: three.
0: So,
1: Stay in tune to your social media and we will post something because as of right now, we don't know when. In the next couple weeks. Completely random.
0: Surprise attack.
2: Say bye, everybody. Bye, Bye, everybody.